Right in front of your face are my top five draft strategies for 2021. This is one of my favorite shows to do every year, but this year in particular, I love all five of these because of one simple reason. Not only is punting running back two one of my favorite approaches in 2021, not only is Josh Allen one of my favorite approaches in 2021, not only is running back stockpiling a huge, huge favorite of mine in 2021, but so is rookie running back stockpiling. And of course, best player available. But the best part about everything I I just told you is that you can combine all of these in one. If you use all five, of my favorite draft strategies in the same draft you can walk out completely blasting your entire league this is punting running back two you're waiting on running back two because you have potentially two top five wide receivers you have potentially a top three running back you can use all five of my favorite 2021 draft strategies in the same draft the fantasy football show begins now This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty. Look, when I say punt running back two, I don't mean entirely. I mean you ignore drafting your running back two until later rounds. Sometimes that's round four. Sometimes it's round five. Sometimes you attempt to punt running back two, but but J.K. Dobbins falls to your third round pick. You abort, you abandon because guess what? Best player available. The last item on the list always drives you in the direction you need to go. But the attempt of punting running back two really begins with round one and two. You get pick one, you get pick two, you get pick three, you get pick four, maybe even pick five. You're going running back. I consider Adams around five, six, seven, I do. I know most people don't. And when you take a RB1 like one of these guys, let's use Kamara as an example. In round two, you can be very, very flexible. You can go wide receiver in round two, then wide receiver in round three when you have a high first round pick like a number two or number three you have a really high third round pick so your third round and your second round are really tight together it oftentimes can lead you down a path of going wide receiver wide receiver with your second and third round picks which is fine because the wide receivers in the one to eight range all have the capability of finishing as the number one wide receiver adams Diggs, hill jefferson ridley hopkins metcalf aj brown These eight wide receivers, every single one of these eight wide receivers could finish as the number one wide receiver in fantasy football. It's actually funny when people come at me and say, wait a minute, why you got Hopkins so low, Smitty? I mean, it's a great question. Why is he so low? But the answer is pretty evident that, well, the answer is every one of these guys could be number one, Bill. A.J. Brown's too low. Metcalf's too low. Hopkins, yes, he is too low. Ridley's too low. Jefferson's low. All these guys are arguable as the number one potential finisher as the wide receiver one in 2021. Every single one of them. So don't at me about the order. We could mix this order up all day. In fact, I probably redo this order differently every single day. And I'm a so-called analyst. I can't make up my mind. I love these eight so much. And we haven't even talked about how CD Lamb could potentially get into this mix. We don't rank them here because we don't have to, but CD Lamb 
could easily be in this if we wanted to argue that he's top three to eight. So my point here is there's an opportunity in 2021, more so than any other year, I, I think, in my opinion, where we can go wide receiver, wide receiver in rounds two and three and arguably get two guys, not one guy, two guys you could put inside my top 10 overall. Let me repeat that and, and show you the board. Two of these guys, and, and almost any two of them, could rank inside my top 10 overall. That is crazy to say. And it makes punting running back two very, very easy. I get it makes you uncomfortable to not take your running back two until round four or five. And again, we're not going to lock that in because if best player available opens up a new door, we're going to absolutely take it. You have to take an open door and go off track if best player available leads you down an opportunity like J.K. Dobbins pops up in round three. You are about to go Kamara, D.K., and A.J. Brown, but all eight of these wide receivers get sniped off one at a time, and and literally not one of them is available, but J.K. Dobbins is available. Then guess what? Your new plan of attack is to go J.K. Dobbins because every one of these guys got sniped. Not to mention, I'd be okay with you going J.K. over one of these tail-end uh, wide receivers on this list but eight times out of ten you're gonna find the running backs get taken and another one would be Clyde I know Clyde's hurt right now but it, everything looks like it's gonna be minor but most likely you're gonna be looking at two of the wide receivers being available at your two turn picks in 2021 from the second and third round if you have a high and tight third round pick meaning you drew a one two three or four overall you're likely looking at getting at the very minimum you're gonna probably get CD Lamb. You're going to get Lamb at the very minimum with with one of these other guys. So Ridley and Lamb as a worst case scenario. Uh, Ridley and AJ Brown as a maybe second to worst case scenario. To begin your draft with the team I'm about to write on this board, you have such an advantage walking out of your draft. So let's, let's put down Kamara. That's your first round pick. Your second round pick is Ridley who could be the number one water When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get on over to smitty1.com and click on the Underdog Fantasy banner. Deposit a minimum of 10 bucks, and I'll give you a free phone call. We'll talk draft, trade, whatever you want. Go to smitty1.com, click on the Underdog Fantasy banner, and make sure promo code Smitty's entered. Let's go. In 2021, your number three overall pick, let's say J.K. goes, let's say Clyde Edwards-Alaire goes, or even if J.K.'s there for whatever reason, DK Metcalf falls. This is punting running back two. You're waiting on running back two because you have potentially two top five wide receivers. You have potentially a top three running back. You're maximizing value at every turn. You're not doing this old, well, I'm supposed to go with the running back, Smitty, because I was told 
that running back rule, it doesn't matter who it is, you, you put your blindfold on and you grab the next highest running back in your tier of running back rankings, Smitty. Not me. Not me. I will take the best player available. I will punt running back two because I have confidence in myself that I'm going to assemble a running back stable, which is number three on the list here. And this all kind of goes hand in hand. You can use every single one of them together. And if you implement all five of them together, you walk out dominating your draft. You can use every one of these together. Punting running back two is not comfortable. If you know yourself and you're gonna be so uncomfortable with it, you're gonna walk out of your draft worried about what people think, worried about your running back two. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't technically have a for sure starter yet because Javante Williams isn't anointed yet. Mike Davis, I don't really know what to expect. Michael Carter could still be sharing carries if you think like that. Don't go down this road. This is not for the person that doesn't like to take a risk here and there. The crazy part is when you walk out of your draft starting like that, you're creating a running back two void potentially on his face. But are you really creating a void? Not if you land your picks. Not if you come out of your draft with Javante Williams. Come out with Michael Carter. Come out with the both of them together. Come out with Sermon. Maybe you get ETN and Javante Williams, which I'll talk about with the rookie running back approach. How are you losing sleep at night or have anxiety over your team when you have guys you believe in that are going to break out? It's crazy to me. 80% of the people that I advise to do this approach on my HeySmitty.com, which you can order by going to HeySmitty.com, right here on your screen, HeySmitty.com. 80% of the people I advise to do the punt running back two approach, they love it. They love it. They walk out proud saying, look at my team. I have freaking Kamara, Ridley, DK. Some people still get unbelievably in round four, Josh Allen, which is insane. Josh Allen in round four doesn't always happen. A lot of the time he goes in round three now, but I, I just walked a guy through a draft right now that got Kyler Murray in a similar team to this. I walked another guy through a draft yesterday that did get Josh Allen in round four, and he said people laughed at him when he took Josh Allen in round four, so I don't want to hear that your league rules all, that planet Earth revolves around your league like it's the sun. Look, not everybody's league is the same. I don't care how many mock drafts you've done. I don't care how many leagues you play in. I don't care how many times Allen goes in round two or three in your league. Josh Allen was the one player I think we pumped more than anybody in the 2021 uh, player pool. And boy, is he climbing ADP-wise. And Javante Williams, too. Josh Allen and Javante Williams, two of the players I've been pumping most in 2021 offseason content, have probably been the two highest ADP risers. Now, you could say, hey, Smitty, you had something to do with that. And I would tell you, you're right. We move ADPs. I don't care how arrogant that sounds, but we move people's ADPs. We've single-handedly moved the ADP value of CD Lamb at least one or two spots. I, I'm almost certain of it. And anyone here that follows my show aggressively, you know that's true. You know we probably move CD Lamb's value one to two draft slots, and that might be conservative. Walk out of your draft. Punting running back two can be so rewarding. Punting running back two can land you a team that looks like this. Not only did I punt running back two in round two and three, I punted it here in round four. That means I'm not taking my running back two until round five. And Javante Williams has been my number one go-to for fifth round running back that is your running back two. Now, ADPs are making it harder and harder for this to happen. 
and Javante Williams, well, we can leave Javante Williams there. Javante Williams is sometimes having to go in round four, and you can still pull this off, and you can still put a, a Kyler or a Herbert in that spot, and you're still walking out with a really darn good team. The key to punting running back two is to get this stable of running backs. So we're going to say this is our running back two, and then we have other players like uh, Mike Davis, Michael Carter, Trey Sermon, Pollard. This brings me to the running back stockpile approach. This approach also has much to do with my Josh Allen approach because stockpiling allows you to maybe get Allen. But stockpiling running backs like Carter, Pollard, Sermon, Davis, even Madison, and especially A.J. Dillon. Not only does stockpiling running backs allow you to dominate this running back two spot because you have all these different supporting running backs, the support system of running backs, it allows you to go with my Josh Allen approach, which I think wins leagues because Josh Allen can throw for 45 to 50 TDs with the extra game in 2021. Josh Allen could have 45 to 50 TDs. Josh Allen can win you leagues. I don't care if quarterbacks are deep. I don't care if you can get an A-Rod or a Herbert, a guy I love. You guys know how much I love Herbert. You know how much I love A-Rod. They're great players. If you get sniped and you don't get Josh Allen, I love grabbing them later. But Josh Allen is different. Josh Allen can win you a league. And Josh Allen is the number one third, fourth round draft strategy for me where I walk out of my draft thinking I absolutely crush it. And I feel confident that I could get carried week in and week out with Josh Allen. And especially if you can pair him with Diggs somehow. So if we can put Diggs inside this. So if we can put Diggs. So let's put Diggs in here. Josh Allen and Diggs can win leagues for you. Josh Allen and Diggs with a first and fourth round pick. But you can go first and third. It's a league winner. It's an absolute league winner. In fact, I would probably combine this Josh Allen uh, uh, number two spot with the Josh Allen and Diggs stack. You could also put that in there. But this is key. In order to make this work, in order to make this work, this is key. Stockpiling running backs. You can't have a punt running back two approach or a Josh Allen in round four or round three especially approach without stockpiling running backs. Stockpiling running backs is the key to winning your draft. You get a bunch of sleeping giant running backs on your roster. No, you're not taking a bunch of dumb stabs in the dark. You're drafting guys I'm identifying in particular as being league winners if they get into their lineups or play better than I than people expect. They play to the level I expect. A.J. Dillon can win you leagues. A.J. Dillon can score 8 to 10 TDs even if Aaron Jones doesn't miss a single game. Imagine what A.J. Dillon will do with all of that and giving him four or five starts, which is not out of the realm of possibility. Trey Sermon could be a top 10 running back per start. Madison, I, I can almost tell you, like, if there's a gut instinct that I have in 2021 that I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nail it's I, I'm sorry. I don't wish injury upon anybody. You guys know how much I've loved Dalvin Cook over the years. I feel like no one called the Dalvin Cook breakout better than I did his breakout season. It's in the every intro video I do. Top five running back, top five running back, running back. Look, 
Dalvin Cook is a part of my show from day one. I found Dalvin Cook, but he's a walking injury. If you owned him last year, you know what I'm talking about. He was carried off the field three or four times. He crawled off the field one other time. He literally fell out for the year four or five times in 2021. I don't care what the Alexander Madison doubters say about him. Oh, he did bad last year when he filled in one time. Schmitty, didn't you see Alexander Madison? He didn't do well when he filled in. What about the game he did do well in week 17? Everybody conveniently leaves out. Week 17, 100 total yards and two touchdowns. You got everybody talks about the one week he filled in and he didn't do well. Game script, whatever. Stop blaming it on Madison when you know darn well when you're watching a Viking game Sometimes you're like, dang, good run, Dalvin. Oh, wait, that's Alexander Madison. These guys have very similar running styles, and I love Alexander Madison. I I don't want to hear that this is not a league-winning pick. It is. This is the best pick in the draft outside of maybe Josh Allen, Javante Williams. If you can get him in round five, it's an absolute steal. Would I pay 4.9 value? Yeah, I, I, I most certainly would because I think that if I've got to reach a little bit on him and then get the player I want in round five, it'll all work out. Reaching's okay if you you can balance it out later. You don't want to have like four picks in your top five where you're reaching, or you're going to look at your team and be like, it feels like somebody removed a whole player from my roster. When you reach, you have to have a good mix of of players you're reaching for and players that are safe and good, good value. Stockpiling running backs is the only way I draft. Every draft I'm in, I'm stockpiling. And let me give you two more guys that you need to draft in the stockpile uh, group chuba hubbard get on over to smitty1.com and play prize picks click on the prize picks banner it's got a football player right on it enter promo code smitty but the link should enter it for you and i'll give you a free phone call prize picks will match your deposit up to 100 dollars for new accounts only get on over to smitty1.com click on the prize picks banner play dfs the right way and get your free phone call from me Cuba Hubbard could win leagues if he gets in there. I hope he doesn't get in there because we want McCaffrey to do well uh, all year long. But he is a league winner if he gets in there. And then Gainwell. Kenny Gainwell. Believe me when I tell you this guy could be a league winner if Gainwell gets into that lineup. Kenny Gainwell is arguably the second best receiving back in the draft class 2021 behind ETN. And if you if you trust the Eagles to give the ball to Miles Sanders all year, I feel bad for you. If you trusted him to give it to Gainwell all year, I'd probably feel bad for you too. But could he carve out a role no one expects? And could he grab a hold of a job based off a running back by a committee then Miles Sanders gets banged up and then Kenny Gainwell is the guy for like eight games straight. I can see that happening very easily, especially given he'll be packaged into a lot of the PPR work. Gainwell's got good hands. He's a hard worker. I love Kenny Gainwell. Don't, don't, don't sleep on him in 2021. Rookie running backs, I mean, this all goes hand in hand, as you can see from my my board here. Chuba Hubbard, Gainwell, Javante Williams, Sermon, Carter. Uh, Rookie fever. Smitty, you've got rookie fever. So, okay, does that make it wrong? Will I be wrong because I like rookie running backs? No, rookie running backs historically do very well. And when you identify a particular group of rookie running backs and you like them, I'm not just jumping on them because they're rookies. I've scouted and watched Javante Williams, and I know Javante Williams has top five to 10 running back value in 2021 as a rookie. I know that Trey Sermon has 
the proper skill set in that Niner offense if he's unleashed to do top 6 to 10 damage. Just because they're rookies and I like a lot of them doesn't make it wrong. Rookie running backs are a key component to the stockpile approach, which allow you to do the Josh Allen approach, which all of it allowing you to punt running back too. It's all sequence, man. And none of it is possible without best player available you have to be able to adjust and adapt as i told you a couple times during this recording if jk dobbins presents himself in a place where i was gonna go wide receiver here i was gonna go camara Diggs, ridley let's start over with this board let's say i draft zeke ridley and then I get sniped. All of the remainder of my top eight wide receivers I listed are gone. That means JK probably has to be there or CEH has to be there. I'm adapting. I'm not just going to go wide receiver. I'm not just going to force a wide receiver in there. The, the eight I've identified as potentially number one overall because there are eight wide receivers that could be number one overall. They're all gone. And if these two are gone, you're most certainly looking at CD Lamb being there i love this approach too and if i've got to go javante williams here i will but i most certainly am going to try my best to get josh allen here because that would win a league josh allen wins you a league if you, if you land your other picks as long as you don't botch everything else josh allen can almost single-handedly walk you into being a top three or four team at least at fourth round value this is a league winner i don't care if he's a big name i'm tired of hearing people tell me what i can and can't do in regards to saying league winner or sleeper player or a sleeper running back or a sleeper quarterback i can define sleeper however i want i've been doing this for 19 years and i have a website called sleeperu.com sleeper university and i have decided on my own without anybody's permission to define sleeper as any player that anybody's sleeping on at any time second round third round fourth round and guess what you do the simple fix for it you tag it second round sleeper third round sleeper fourth round sleeper a sleeper can live anywhere if you define it the way you want to define it so you can say all you want, and there's always one comment going, Ah, oh, Javante Williams can't be a sleeper. Everybody knows he's coming. He's a fifth-round sleeper, bro. Josh Allen in round four? Sleeper. Why? I just told you. People are sleeping on him. I define it however I want. I'm a big boy. I get to do what I want. And on my channel, anybody being slept on is a sleeper best player available to wrap it all up put a bow on it and tell you to go on your way and go dominate your draft i'm gonna tell you this best player available have confidence in yourself that you can fill a void even by going wide receiver wide receiver from pick 10 have confidence in yourself that you can identify the running backs that you need even if you went wide receiver wide receiver you can identify running backs later have confidence in yourself that you can do so have confidence in the fantasy football show that we will guide you in the right direction to finding the running backs you need if you do implement a wide receiver wide receiver approach i'm always going to tell you 
to try and balance your team out in your draft if you can. If the flow of draft dictates you can go running back wide receiver or wide receiver running back with your first and second round pick, I'm going to advise you to take that path. It's a better path to take because it gives you flexibility later to not feel pressured to go with a certain position because you started out very balanced. So know what I'm saying. Understand what I'm saying. Going wide receiver running back or running back wide receiver with your first two picks is the best approach you can take, but only if best player available is opening those doors. It is the best way to go. You are completely free from any feelings of obligation toward a position when you start off balanced coming out of the gate. But I cannot stress enough, you have to know when to pull back from wanting a balanced approach and when to go best player available because many of you might start off going, okay, Smitty said go running back wide receiver or wide receiver running back, but I'm only saying do that if it's the best player on the board. If it so happens best player available opens up that door, you will have an advantage because you will then enter round three and four with a lot more ability to to be flexible. Always, always, always resort to best player available. And when it creates a void at your running back two, understand that the challenge of filling this spot is the only challenge you're going to have. Yes, if you walk out of your draft going best player available and you go running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, and let's especially say you get Justin Jefferson right here, you will have a void at your running back too. But why do people freak out about this? And why do people let the Bills and Bob from accounting, those type people in your draft, influence you into staying away from this approach when you have an argument you're not using to Bob and whoever is giving you crap about it that you've upgraded your other positions so heavily that of course you're going to be lighter in value somewhere it's all a balancing game so if you took a running back instead of jefferson yeah you'd have a better running back too but you'd have a weaker wide receiver too nobody has wide receivers like this walking out of the draft ridley and jefferson two potential top five wide receivers you don't even know which one's your wide receiver one so Don't let somebody ridicule one of your draft spots, your only potential weakness, quote-unquote weakness, that you can solve by landing the pick. If Javante Williams is a top 10 running back, you don't have a weakness. Have faith that you can land the running back to that nobody anticipated you landing. You get Javante Williams, Michael Carter, and Trey Sermon in a platoon, and one of them's a top 10 running back, game over for everybody that didn't understand how to beef up your wide receiver one and two to the point where you don't even know which one's your wide receiver one they're both top five you've got a top five running back you back them up with Pollard no matter what you have a top five guaranteed running back lock and if Javante Williams lands good night good night mic drop head to the bank game over All you had to do was focus on one void. All year long, focus on it. Waiver wire, be there. Research the night before. Watch the Fantasy Football Show on Mondays for my waiver wire pickup advice. Make a creative trade. Draft a a, a Trey Lance later in your draft so you can trade him away later in some package deal to get your running back too beefed up. In fact, I'll say going best player available, creating one big void on your team is better than creating everybody lesser on every position because you want to balance it all out. It's like bye weeks. People say, oh, I don't want to draft that guy because of a bye week. I don't let bye weeks control anything. I'd rather try and win one single week with all my buys in one week and not bleed out all year long. Same concept with the bye weeks with a 
running back two spot that feels weak. I'd rather beef up every other position, have one position that's supposedly bleeding out. And if I nail it, which I do, if I nail my running back two, because I know what I'm doing with my running back stable, with my running back store, with my stockpiling of rookies, if I solve my only problem because I only created one problem because I solidified every other position, if I solve this problem, I win my league. Create one void, not have 10, and get on over to Underdog Fantasy by going to smitty1.com. Use promo code SMITTY. A $10 minimum deposit gets you $25 bonus cash and a phone call from me. I'll call you up and we'll work on your draft, work on trades, you name it. Go to smitty1.com. Do it. Play underdog fantasy. It's the best way to play fantasy in 2021. Best player available. And get on over to heysmitty.com. Order my text advice so we can go one-on-one, talk and trade, waiver wire. If you still got a draft going on, we'll cook up trade ideas. Get on over to heysmitty.com and order my text advice. And join me every Tuesday and Thursday on the Fantasy Football Show right here. Every Tuesday and Thursday, I'm live from... 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, and I'm live every Friday night and Saturday night, late night. Be there and subscribe if you're new. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty. Oh! <laughs>